listening to the ESPN Footy Podcast. Welcome back to part three, the final part of our special on Mount Rushmore series. So basically what we're doing, uh, Jake and Rowan, welcome back, is uh, going through every club, looking at the most iconic players to ever pull on the Guernsey uh, to come up with a Mount Rushmore. So four of the most iconic names for each club. It's been fun. It's been fun. It's, uh, it's been a big day. Uh, you can get the prior two parts if you haven't listened through. They are available wherever you get your podcasts. They'll be on YouTube. They'll be on socials, at Footy Tips on Twitter. Wherever you want to get them. Uh, but it is time for the final six clubs. And we yeah. are at a... And I want a big finish from both of you blokes. You know, forget we'll the long the days stuff. We're, we're, we're <laughs> hanging in there. Uh, but we do need to get to one club. So interesting. this is an interesting club. So Port Adelaide is the first cab off the rank here. Now, yeah. now we a little need to do bit some, of a caveat. Yeah. Yes. The caveat is we're not including the Sandful years. No. So it, I think when you talk about like VFL, AFL, and, and we'll, we'll get rinsed in... in comments and on socials about the Vic Bikes and all that kind of stuff, but they are an inherently different club and the Port Adelaide Magpies have their own success story and their own history mm. and there are some, you know, all-time greats of the game amongst those. Hall of Fame legends, you know, Russell Ebert, Foz Williams, these kind of guys. So we understand and we do know we are looking at Port Adelaide power uh, and the history that they've had in the AFL and... It's it's AFL. I think I think it's pretty clear yeah, that the way no, in which well, this has been done is... Because you... There's other, you know, then Fremantle people start saying, what about South and East Fremantle? Yeah, yes. And that's, sorry, anyone that caught me just sort of, I, I wasn't scoffing there. Port Adelaide, <laughs> sent the Sandful version. I actually watch a lot of old Sandful footy on YouTube in the off-season. Why does that that's, not surprise me? <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. I just I go down rabbit holes. But I, I, I'm a big fan of old South Australian football. Yeah. Port Adelaide. Yes. Well, maybe we, maybe, we a do a, um, maybe we can do a, a, a special at some point and, and, and attack <laughs> those ones. Great Sandful grand finals of the 70s and 80s. I'm your man. There you go. Uh, keep an eye out for that. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so, it is, so it is the power. Yes, Port the power. Adelaide power. Um, Kick us uh, off. Well, yeah, well, I mean, we'll start. It's probably been said two or three times already. I think you said it for <laughs> Pendlebury as one of my players I um, love watching. And you said it for David Mundy as a player that I really admired the way he carried himself and his just his personality. Um, but in terms of favourite player that didn't play for my club, it might be this guy, Robbie Gray. He is... Is he number one on your list? I, I, I always joke. I think it's a, a coin flip between Robbie Gray and Alan Dynack. They were two players I always wanted to play for my club. I love the way they played. <laughs> Um, that's, uh, somehow I'd expect that. From, I wouldn't expect that from a single other person in the football media, but why? I somehow expect that. <laughs> why is that? I'm just quirky. There's something yes. quirky about your your favourite. Oh, I, I, there's nothing Could quirky about Chris Robbie Gray. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he was he was phenomenal. Um, yeah, so was. smart, so skilled. 271 games, which is the fourth most for Port. 367 goals, second most for Port. Three-time best and fairest, four-time All-Australian, uh, led Port's goal-kicking twice, was the AFL-CA Best Player of the Year in 2014, mm. Um, mm. a year that people thought he could win the Brownlow medal. That's um, right. And, and something else which I think really does add to his legacy. I know you joked before when I mentioned the Anzac medal, but five showdown medals, mm. uh, that, that might not be broken, that ref. Five, five. Five's a I big two number. two are in the running for that medal Yeah, I year. know, but you've got 46 players Competing for That's it. five more like. than Courtney Joss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're, you're spot on. I think what he was able to do in multiple parts of the ground, yeah. uh, wizard in front of goal, and broke hearts on so many occasions of other clubs. Yeah, one of the most clutch will break our hearts. He's clutching your yeah. hearts. Yeah. He, he did break our hearts. Um, one of the best after the siren 
goals of all time, yeah, like from absolutely. the boundary. But it wasn't just like that. It was it was just his ability to hit the scoreboard at times that his club yeah. needed. Yeah, he was a, he was the ultimate clutch player. Delivered in delivered in second halves. I think he had a four or five goal quarter against the against the Crows in a showdown. Um, delivered late, kicked big goals, as you said. Um, and he's another player that we you know we spoke to, Toby Green, a player that. There were big periods where it's like, well, is he a midfielder or, or is he a forward? And he yeah. was exceptional at both. Uh, yeah, no, true. A really good argument. In fact, I was going to say, I, I don't have him number one. Yeah. I'm very I, close. Can so, I, yeah, go on. Can I just really quickly on Gray before we move yeah. on? Um, yeah, you're going to get mad at me now. <laughs> where does he sit on, does he get on the Mount Rushmore of colour names? So uh, I thought you were going to say of mine. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have to. I have done, Green. I've done just, no that's research just, that's on just that. The, isn't that the Brisbane? Yeah, that's pretty, the Brisbane. Pretty good. Yeah, black, Darryl brown, white. white. They had a green too. They Josh a green. green. Yeah, <laughs> a bit later on. Yeah. Um, Apologies, I derailed that very. Yeah, very we'll have to. So not number one. We'll have to get back to you on that one. Well, well, yeah, I think the ones are probably a toss-up between these two, and I'm guessing you've gone the other guy. Um, yeah, uh, Daryl Paul. <laughs> We're losing so, It's getting me late in the day. Actually, he was a reasonable player, Daryl Paul. Uh, no, Warren Treaders. Uh, Warren yeah. Treadray, 255 games, 549 goals, one premiership, eight time leading goal kicker, mm. four best and fairest as a key forward. Yep. Oh, I think that's really impressive. Four All Australian. Yeah, and, and skipper of. Um, was great... Warren Treadray a better player than Matthew Pavlich? Uh, no. But he was right up there. Mm. He was, and gee, I remember, I remember his start too. I still remember in his first season. I think '98, uh, Port had uh, they played your boys Carlton out at Princess Park, and and Trez was on fire. And I think he dislocated his kneecap, but he was just he, you know, he was young and he was mobile and great goal sense mm. and good overhead and. Um, and a real confidence, you know, a real swagger about him, mm. um, which he's yeah. still got, really. Um, I'm not fussed on the order, if you if you want to argue over the order of those two. But I think they're pretty comfortably yeah. up I, there. Yeah, I, I'm 1 yeah. and 2. Yep. Yep. One yeah, 1A and 1 and 1A, one whatever and then you want to call I, it. I would say my, you know, if I put two together here, my three and four are sort of similar in the terms of longevity does end up being the clincher for both of them, really. Mm. And that's not to disrespect how good they've been, but I'm talking here about uh, Travis Boke, yep. 348 games, phenomenal amount of games, two best and fairest, three All-Australian gongs, still going strong. And the other and, one... And, and just on Boke, the long, he's the longest-serving captain of the club as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the other one, um, still going strong. In the AFL era. Yes, still going strong in another way. Uh, Kane Corns, three hundred games, premiership, four best and fairest. Yeah, uh, two uh, or Australian and unsurpassed in creating multimedia clickbait. Yeah, but and I, I think in all seriousness, I think with Kane Corns that that's what he's become known for now. We yeah, which of, is a shame. Yeah, though, well, isn't we, it? well, yeah, well, we were sort of saying before about someone like uh, John Worsfold, where it's like, well, you kind of forget, you know, the, this generation doesn't oh, realise... More on that later. <laughs> Sorry, not John, John Worsfold, John Longmine, I knew it was a uh, somewhat recent coach. Um, John, John Longmire. Yeah. You forget his playing career. I think a lot of, a lot of players of, uh, a lot of uh, people of my generation probably do. And, 
I think the same can be said for Kane Corns, where you look at him now and what he's doing, and you kind of dismiss what he did as a player. But he's very, he's well and truly. Oh, he's one, uh, of, the, one of the great run with players of the absolutely. Of the and I think era. the I think what sums him up, I think the the best best and fairest are, are important for everybody. But I think for someone that did his role to win the best and fairest four times showed how good he did it and how well he was valued and respected at the club for what he did. Mm. Uh, I think it means even more for that type of player. It's like a de- it's like defenders winning a best and fairest. It shows how much value they have because yeah. everyone knows the midfielder or the guy kicking 100 goals is going to get it. Um, but I think he's definitely on it. And 300 games as well. And there's only two... I believe there's only two players for, for Port that, yep. have, that have reached the 300 and it's Boke and Corns. So, Spot on. Um, Games aren't everything. We've discussed on this podcast a few times already in the previous parts. Go back and get those uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We've discussed, you know, there are occasions where the, um, you know, uh, who, who was it? Had 90 games only? Well, John Coleman. John Coleman, yes, exactly. And, yeah. and there was Peter Hudson Peter Hudson and about that. Far. And so, you know, you might need to dig a little bit deeper for yeah. clubs that are a bit younger. And we have done this with the Sons. And with the, and, and there, are, there are players that are dual club players. That yeah, are, I know where you're going with this Yes, one. and I'm just wondering if he's in the conversation. Do we absolutely, Gavin absolutely Gavin Wanganeen in the conversation. In fact, I at one stage had him in. And in the end, probably got squeezed out by longevity. But yep. Yep. Uh, another captain, um, 173 games support, uh, two All Australian support, one Best and Ferris, and one Premiership. Yeah, um, the, but the Brownlow goes to the Bombers. Yeah, and it, and if you know, like how many seasons at Essendon? Uh, only, was it only six? Was it? Yeah, six seasons. I didn't think it was that long. Yeah, yeah. 90, 91 So he was, he was to comfortably a, a Port Adelaide player longer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the accolades, maybe. I mean, they split pretty evenly, but you could probably say the Brownlow tips it over the edge towards Essendon, but he's not getting on that one. Yeah. It's, probably, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? You think, how do you think of Gavin Wanganone? And well, I see, think a, of as a younger person, solid. I think of him as a Port player. Yeah, that's interesting, because I, I, I think of that, you know, the season he had in 93 when he won the Brownlow mm. and the. the Twisting, turning, diving marks in the back line for Essendon. He became a a different sort of player, but a really versatile player. Very versatile. Think yes. how good he was for them in that 04 Premiership. Yep. Um, so he's right up there. And in terms of talent, absolutely he's on that list. But yep. just gets squeezed out for me by, by the, the longevity. Other guys. And I think that's fair. Other names yeah. you could possibly throw uh, up. Justin Westhoff, in terms of longevity and being able to deliver third well, all-time. I mean, he, him, he loves stealing my thunder, doesn't oh, he? Yeah. Shut, sorry. <laughs> uh, Westhoff, I mean, it's he's another one. How many how many players out there can boast third in games and third in goals and not yeah. really going to get a look in? And uh, how many people would pick that? No, yeah. no, he's one of the most unassuming, kind of just built this... He's built a great career, or, yeah. or did build a great career. Um He's another one. Chad Corns is another player. Yeah. Um, the Burgoynes. So there are a few players. The Burgoynes, both, you know, great players both. I mean, Spot Sean, on. probably more obviously at Hawthorne, but Peter was a great Gus. player. Yeah. yeah. But hard, I think very hard to, to squeeze these guys in. I think it's, look, I would go Gray, Treadray, Boat Corns. Um, you seem to be putting Treadray first. I'm not too fussed. Treadray, I'm happy to side with, with that and go Treadray. Treadray, Grey, Boat Corns. Corns. Can I just put an asterisk next to Chad Corns simply for his taste in music, which is just far and away the best of any um, recently retired. <laughs> Take him out for lunch. So, then. Richmond, it's time to look. Uh, we are going to move on to the next club. So, the Richmond Tigers. Oh, tough. Uh, this is tough. Tiger yeah. tough. Yeah, it might be the toughest. 
Really? I think, Might be yeah, the I think so. There, Do you reckon? A yeah. couple of walk-ups. And again, we, you know, we talk about iconic names in the past, but the recent era of success it's so recent yeah um and it's how much weight do you give and it? it's not like it's one flag it's a it's a dynasty, it's a dynasty. so yeah. it deserves it deserves to be recognized uh rowan i'm interested in your thoughts for the first picked um oh the first pick well icons don't come any bigger than this really you know it's jack Dyer, uh captain, captain blood. blood you know it's probably arguably the, the most iconic name in football yeah. captain blood uh 311 games Two premierships, Hall of Fame legend, twice leading goal kicker, five best and fairest. Uh, you know, tough, famously tough. Uh, played in the ruck, pretty mobile. Went forward, kicked goals. Uh, played more predominantly forward as a younger player. But, you know, part of that dragging of Richmond into a successful era in the 30s and, and 40s. And, um, you know, people of my vintage came to know him on world of sport and league teams and his his banter with Lou Richards and Bob Davis and etc but you know anyone who anyone who saw him play and and subsequently wrote about it and I read a lot of that stuff you know they just the the reverence yep. in which he is held iconic richmond name yeah no bigger and that is some call in itself when you th- consider well one in particular other name that's on this list who I don't know, should I press on and do the name two on the list? I'm comfortable with number one, so yep. I don't press on. Well, number two for me is very obvious as well. And again, Icon's not a lot bigger than this. And fortunately, um, still with us. And um, been uh, doing it tough lately, so a big hello to Kevin Bartlett. But uh, a, a great, just an incredible player. Incredibly durable uh, midfielder, uh, later on a half-forward flank, won the... 1980 Norm Smith medal kicked, uh, I think, 21 goals for that in three finals in that final series oh, at the a, age of 34. It's a remarkable career stat line and, and all the numbers you read. They don't even... When you read what he achieved, his games, his goals and all those numbers, it don't really make sense. No, well, let, let me finish off on that. So five premierships, Hall of Fame legend, yep. one Norm Smith medal, four times leading goal kicker, five best and fairest. But for all that, you know, the biggest, and I, I, you know, I would have seen probably 80% of his career, the biggest comment on KB for me, and it, it was really made clear, I wrote this piece of the age about 10 years ago, we decided to rank the greatest finals players of all time. Mm. He was so far and away number one on the list. And I'll tell you what. Talk about Robbie Gray and clutch players, right? Well, he played, uh, you know, I, I may be one or two out here, but my memory is he played in something like 29 finals and in, I think, 25 or 26 of the 29 finals, he was named among Richmond's best six players <laughs> in the game. That's, 20, you know, that's like a strike rate of over 90% mm. in the matches that mattered most. And he won one Norm Smith medal. I know the AFL record did a retrospective Norm Smith thing um, in 2001 where they... All the matches that they had complete vision for, so it was from, I think, 63 up to 78, the they year went, before. Yeah. They, oh, I did I did the 68 medal. Crappy game in Carlton Bad Essendon just to rub salt into the wound. <laughs> but do they count? No, they don't. But Interesting exercise. Yeah, but, but they were given a fair bit of weight. Yeah. Anyway, KB uh, won, the, won the 73 one. Yeah. yeah. And I think was runner-up 
in the 69 uh, win of theirs as well. So just time after time, so consistent, so durable. Mm. Love the goal. Incredibly iconic, iconic celebration. Yeah, iconic. The, the yeah. Very iconic. Well. Something and I learned about KB doing this was he was Richmond captain in 1979. Yeah. Captain them for one year. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, um, well, it's interesting. That was there was a time there. He uh, there was a chance he might have ended up at Essendon. Actually, I know there were discussions. You'd have been happy. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was fourteen, but the fourteen-year-old me would, would have been happy at that prospect. Um, you talk about iconic nicknames of the club as well. Hungry. Yeah, uh, it's up there as, as one of the better ones in footy as well. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, and and uh, yeah, massive, and then, and then went on to uh, establish a media career as good as his playing career, so much so mm. that he's, he, KB's in the MCG Media Hall of Fame. You know, just a, an icon. So we got Dyer, we got Bartlett, mm. and I think then we roll on to the modern era, and I, I think it's Dusty. I think Dusty's the next next guy you, you're putting on this, on this Mount Rushmore. He is one of the greatest players of the modern era, and that's, and, and I'm, I'm calling the modern era last, you know, 25 years. And yeah. I think he's still easily in one of the best players of that, that period of time. No doubt. Three premierships and obviously the three Norm Smith medals, which is just, I don't know if we've said that about another player. Well, um, there hasn't been another yeah. player. Is he the only one yeah. to do it? Yeah. Well, alone. And, yeah. And, three times. You know, the image as yeah. well. It's, it's Dusty. He's, he yeah. is Richmond and, and has had opportunities, and, uh, you know, there's still time permitting in his career that he may yeah. decide to do something like that. But yeah. at the end of the day, He's a Richmond man through and through. To oh yeah, phrase. yeah. Even right. if he even if he didn't play another game, he's still on it. I mean, the Brownlow Medal in twenty seventeen. The twenty seventeen season might be will go down as one of the best individual seasons of all time. Yeah, well, to, Lee, Lee Matthews. You know, the, the credibility doesn't come any higher. Lee Matthews has called that the greatest yeah. individual season he's to, ever seen. To to win a to win Premiership Brownlow Norm Smith Medal, every other award up for grabs basically, and do it while oh, whatever. I think he was. Averaging about thirty disposals and a goal and a half a game, a couple of fendoffs. It was pretty remarkable. Mm. Um, so, as it stands right now, two hundred eighty nine games, three hundred twenty eight goals, a top ten Brownlow votes all time. He's on it. Just on the Norm Smith, famous last words, but I think the only three two time winners are uh, Gary Ayres, Andrew McLeod, and Luke Hodge. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely yeah. the only. Yeah, I mean, a, 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 so it's I rare, it, but yeah, you don't say three-time Norms medal too. No, often. no, exactly. And um, that, for, that for me is huge. Like, yeah, I mean, not, he's the ultimate big game player. I'm always, you know, I I do probably have a bit of anti-recency bias, but then I look at someone like that, and I look at the numbers, and I look at the three Norm Smiths, and I've seen his career, and I just think, nah, you deserve to be on it. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, and we've got him three at the moment. Yeah, I like. So number four is going to be interesting well, because you, you, cause I'm going back again and I think you want to stay contemporary. Well, I think you can make the case for both. So we, we've mentioned three. We haven't, even, we haven't even got to Jack Titus. 970 goals. <laughs> Skinny. 294 There's games. There's no iconic nickname. What is, is it? Yeah. Richmond yeah. iconic nickname. Two premierships, two best and fairest, 11-time leading goal kicker at the club. So he, we haven't mentioned him yet, so he's in consideration for the fourth spot. The guy I want to bring up, and I've got a, I've got a very funny feeling that this is going to end up being similar to the Luke Hodge debate, but Trent Cochin, and he feels similar to Hodge. Very interesting discussion, isn't so it? So he's another triple premiership captain, and there aren't many of those. Mm. Um, Brownlow medalist as well, which people obviously forget about. Um, 
He was a one-time All-Australian, three-time club best and fairest. And I say similar to Hodge and maybe even Selwood as well, where they are the captain and the, they uh, lead the club to success in a, in a dominant period. But probably never the best player on his team. And if he was, maybe only for a year or two. Well, can I... Uh, no, it's not to be sneezed at, but can and, I... And sorry, 306 games as well, 141 goals. I mean, he's got to be... I know we. it's hard to put two from this era, but yeah. it, it was a bloody good era. It was. Can I trump that, though, in my mm-hmm. view, with a dual premiership captain... Mm-hmm. who is also a Hall of Fame legend, which is, yes. again, only 31 of them, yep. twice leading goal kicker, I, I do, two I, best and fairest, yeah. and a four-time premiership You winner. can, but I would say the Hall of the, the legend status in the Hall of Fame is unfair to be used against the current player because they are you, oh, you get ineligible okay. for that. Yes. But, I, but I think everything else is fair enough to compare. I will say, I'm prepared to say this guy won't be a Hall of Fame legend. Who? No, you gotcha. guy. Yeah. As good as he's Martin been. will be. Um, I think Martin will be. I don't think Trent Cotchin will be. And that's no, like, Hall of Fame legend. There's only 31 of them. So all those Richard people are you hate Cotchin. No, I don't hate Cotchin. I just don't think he's one of the 31 <laughs> best players. Hall of Famous. So, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, right? yes, yes. Oh, sorry, who you're no, talking, I don't about now. talking about? No, I'm talking about Royce Hart. Yeah, I think Royce Hart's an iconic Richard oh, name so, as well. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 again, you know, you talk, what is it about Richmond and icons? Really, if you're talking purely on, you know, who defines Richmond, for me, you go Dyer one, you go Bartlett two, you probably go Royce Hart three ahead of Martin still. Yeah, yeah, really. Look, I mean, I was young. But there was no bigger star in football than Royce Hart when I was a kid. And and what a great player. He was a very mobile centre-half forward. His, his, big, his sort of signature thing was coming in sideways into the marking contest. Mm. Famous big mark, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, 67 grand final, big hanger over. I think Roy West, the Geelong player in, in Richmond's famous 67 grand final win. Um, captain of those 73, 74 sides. You know, I saw him. I was there. I saw him um, come off the bench on one leg uh, and win Richmond the 73 preliminary final against Collingwood after they were six goals down. Then they famously beat Carlton the next week. I mean, he is inexplicably linked to what was Richmond's greatest era, but a superstar. And, you know, the the famous stories about the lengths Richmond went to to recruit him from Tassie and his famous sort of confidence. He wrote a book and put himself in the greatest side he'd ever <laughs> seen. And, well, he was um, named in the AFL's team of the century, was yeah, he not? Yeah, so, yeah. Just and, bit... and look, to do this from 187 games at the Tigers, I mm. think as, you know, we've, we've talked a few times on this podcast about maximising the talent that these, some of these guys had in the shorter amount of time that they had on the park. Yeah. And and he kind of, he fits the bill. Yeah. And in the end, I mean, I'm just trying to remember, he, he sort of finished up about midway through 77 and his knees, he had a lot of, even in 73, I'm talking about that captain... He had big knee issues then. So mm. they cut him down, really, and, and prevented him playing even longer than he did. But you cannot overstate how big a yep. superstar Royce Hart was. So he, for me, gets in comfortably. I think, I think another player that is very similar to uh, Tom Hawkins, who we spoke about with the Cats earlier, is Jack Rewalt. So oh, yeah. a fellow yeah, key yeah. forward of this yeah. era, three premierships, three All-Australians, three Coleman medals, Two club best and fairest, 12-time Richmond leading goal kicker, 
347 games, 787 goals. I think Jack Rewalt people would, will, maybe not scoff, but when you say the name, I don't think anyone says, yeah, he'll be in it or he'll be close to it. He's if he's not in it, he's very close. No, no, I think I think it's, it's and I and I would argue Matthew Richardson might be mm. probably more iconic Richmond, but I think Jack Rewald deserves to be in ahead of him, and not just because of the three premierships, but I think I think the longevity. I mean, he played another he's played another sixty plus games. I mean, he and he's done it in a better side too. So they're both I think they're both twelve time leading goalkeeper of the Rich club. Richo and Rewald. Richo and Rewald. Yeah, I mean, splitting hairs there. Yeah, but. I think they're. I think they're probably both going to miss out. The other name that should at least be mentioned, otherwise we look silly, I think, is Francis Burke. Yes, and, Francis and, Burke. And again, and not a lot of defenders have been thrown up for this list, but he's mm. one that that should definitely be at I, least discussed. Iconic, yeah. and and really only finished off as a defender. I mean, he made his name initially as a wingman, a famous Richmond centre line of Burke, Barrett, and Clay, um, which were you know was part of that sixty-seven, uh, sixty-nine. Premierships, uh, 300 games, five premierships, Burke, 67-69, 73-74, and was still going in 1980. Mm. One of best and fairest, and of course, you think about iconic football images, the famous one of him with his face cut at North Melbourne, blood streaming down his face at Arden Street, wipes the blood away with his jumper, goes back and kicks a goal. You know, like it's... <laughs> That, uh, you know, so when you think about iconic football images, that one yep. is right up there. So, uh, uh, may, may not make it, but yeah. it's very close. It's tough. Michael Roach, 200 games, 607 goals. Fantastic. Kevin Sheedy, player. black pocket plumber. Kevin Sheedy. You know, like, geez, it's tough. Tough. So, so, what are we doing? What, where, are we, where do we land on this? I think Cochin stiff, unfortunately. So, Cochin is going to... F- so, who have we got instead of You cannot of have Cochin. Well, for me... Heart. You cannot... Po- yeah, Dyer, Bartlett. Yeah. Martin, Dusty Martin, Martin. and Hart. What, can you give me Hart's numbers again quickly? Uh, 187 games, four premierships, twice leading goal kicker, two best and fairest, Hall of Fame legend. When I say twice leading goal kicker, is a centre-half forward, not a full forward. And that meant something back then. Jake's he's battling with himself internally. You can't have Cotchett. I'm happy with Royce. Royce. You will be burned at the stake at Punt Road, Jake. If you if you if you sanction. you are ma- you're making out like I'm trying to put in. Well, you are Josh Caddy. <laughs> no, no, no. But you, I, I would be. Look, I could be wrong, but I'd be amazed if uh, a majority of Richmond supporters thought that Trent Cotchin was more worthy of being on their Mount Rushmore than Royce Hart. Tigers again, fans, again, let us know it, because yeah, there's no right or wrong answer. This is the beauty of this exercise. Triple premiership captain, Brownlow medalist, all Australian, three-time best and fairest, 300 games. Let's keep <laughs> moving. We need to keep moving. So, so, well, hang on a minute. Well, we, we have to settle. So We've settled. I thought we settled. I've been outvoted. You've been outvoted. All right. Let him know. At Cochin, so ESPN. Trent Cotchen and Luke Hodge, triple premiership captains, have both got snubbed. Well, they're, yeah. they're on the Mount Rushmore we'll do, do it again in captains. 10 years when I'm at the Sunnyvale Retirement Village and, <laughs> and you've got free reign. Uh, St Kilda. Um, look, again, one of these older clubs, they're not easy to get through. And uh, St Kilda's kind of more unique in terms of its, um, its Victorian perspective. It hasn't had a lot of success no, in terms of actual premiership success. They've had successful eras yeah. and they've had successful names and they've got iconic names. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is a little bit of an open slather and we can go anywhere from 
quite quite long ago to very quite recent. No, you can. And no, really well summed up because they have, despite the lack of premiership success, they have had some really good eras. And, you know, obviously Ross Lyon more recently, but, um, you know, the early 90s, they were very competitive. Uh, the early 2000s under Grant Thomas. Yep. Um, even the era in which they won that flag, 66, they were consistently playing finals from... 65 to, you know, 74, uh, 73, you know. So, um, all right. So, I haven't actually settled on an order here, but I've, I've got a short list of uh, six names. I've got eight six. names, but I, think it's, but it's, I think it's pretty clearly going to be down to five. Okay, well, who... Gee, number, it's interesting, isn't it? Well, let's get the easy one off the board First and foremost, and okay. we'll, we'll so you think there's one? Do you think there's one standout there? Oh, I think so, and I think who is it? I think it's Plugger. Um, yeah. You know, two thirds of his career goals were at the Saints. So we're talking about Tony Lockett for uh, <laughs> younger viewers. We shouldn't assume everyone knows. Who so about. yeah, so he obviously played, uh, and we'll, we'll, we're going to get to Sydney soon. Or but if you're Tim Webster reading the Channel Ten Late News Plunger, Plunger. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, um, yes, apologies. But yeah, so well, just looking again in isolation at his, his time at St Kilda, 183 games, 898 goals. <laughs> oh, An average of almost five per game. Best goal kicker the game has seen. Mm. Um, he has kicked the most goals of anybody if you're taking into consideration his whole yep. career. Uh, Brownlow medal, 10 times St Kilda leading goal kicker, two club best and fairest. The the year that stands out to me is 1991, oh, where yeah. he kicked 100, 127 goals in 17 games. Yeah. That's an average of 7.47 a game. He kicked 10 six times that year. Imagine yeah. rolling down to the, the, the back or the back line and yeah. you see Tony Lockett there and he's, he's kicked 8, 9, 10, 10, and you've well, got to line up. It was kicking imagine, like 13. Imagine rolling into the dressing rooms after the game in which he kicked his 100th goal, which was against Hawthorne out <laughs> Waverley, and we walked in and they... they he knew he had to do media. He was, he, that was when he was at his grumpiest, I reckon, in '91. <laughs> I still remember this. He came out and he goes, All right, fellas, make it short and sweet. <laughs> but imagine He's, thinking that keeping him to two goals a quarter is a good effort. You know, sorry, no. I've got to tell another. Can I tell another story? Because it's 1991 as well. Adelaide's first year in the competition. Um, they're playing uh, St Kilda at Moorabbin. Plugger just running a muck. I think he might have kicked 13 in that game. <laughs> anyway, he fixed up Danny Hughes, he fixed up someone else, Rod Jamison, and then Nigel Smart. Remember Nigel yeah. Nigel Smart got moved on to Plugger, and uh, fair to say he wasn't too thrilled about the prospect. Graham Corns is coaching. Uh, and they said, look, you've got you to hang on to him. You know, tug his jumper, yeah. hold him back. And so he started doing it. Plugger gets really angry. With him. Barry Holton. Finally, finally he turns around and he goes, you do that one more time, I will knock you out and dump you over the fence. To which Nigel Smart said, I only need to be told once, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. Uh, I think, yeah, com- comfortably. Uh, yeah, I think they're... What a player. Yeah, he, he's pretty clearly going to be going to be top. Um, the, so, given the Saints have only got one uh, flag, and that's not, that's not to rub it in, but I think that'll bring context to what I'm about to say next, I think... A lot of weight has to be put into <coughs> their premiership captain. Now, I'm not saying he probably gets picked two. I think there are probably a couple of other players. But I think it's pretty clear Daryl Bulldog's got to be on this. It was on as, a, list, as yeah. a premiership captain, yeah. they've only got one. 
119. Albeit a shot taken wearing Collingwood jumper. I know. Yes. This is, a, this yeah. is a hot topic around here. 119 games, 237 goals, three best and fairest, four-time leading goal kicker. Um, and Hall something, of Fame legend. Hall of Fame legend. And something else which people um, overlook is twice a runner-up in the Brownlow medal. Yeah. Um, so I think he's in. Oh, yeah. No, no. Again, we, we talk about the icon. We've used the word icon a lot. But not many bigger ones that the face of a club than than Daryl Baldock. I mean, even I'm a bit too young to have seen his career, but I've seen highlights. You mm. know, sort of undersized as a key defender, key forward, but played played in both parts of the ground. Very mobile. You know, you see if you the highlights you do see, he's often you know at ground level trying to paddle the ball around, get possession. So pretty mobile, pretty tough, uh, good in the air. Um, and yeah, just I, I guess for a side that's only won one premier, a club that's only won one premiership, yeah, his name is instantly associated with that club and that premiership. So for a second, I thought you were going to say Barry Breen for the behind. <laughs> no, would have been interesting. Anyway, <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> three hundred games, three hundred eight goals. <laughs> had a decent career himself. Yeah, uh, but probably not on that list. Someone I want to bring up, and I'm, I'm sort of always looking for someone that might not have played as many games as some of these, you know, mm. very long longevities. But you think of iconic St Kilda and iconic St Kilda images and players. I think Nicky Winmar oh, has yeah. to be in the conversation. No, no, I think he's absolutely in the conversation. He was a fan, fantastic player, and, and a, yes, a great player as well. But also, I think just his in, involvement and activism and. I mean the iconic photo. Yeah, it ha- I, like it's it j- I, it's it's forever in my memory. Have you got his? Have story? you got his? Have <laughs> you got his numbers there? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, Nicky Winmar, two hundred and thirty games for St Kilda, two hundred eighty three okay. goals, <laughs> leading goal kick in nineteen eighty eight, two times St Kilda best and fairest, VFL team of the year nineteen eighty nine, two times All Australian, mark of the year nineteen ninety two. Yeah, he, oh, he's, defi- the he's definitely in the in the conversation. Yeah, you know what's funny? team of the century. Well, when when you mentioned iconic images, I've, I've, amazingly, I wasn't. I actually didn't even think of the the jumper. Yes. Photo because I was thinking of the marks. The marks. I mean, it, what a, it, just an incredible player. Yeah. So gifted. So, we I feel like we have maybe my fault because I went to Daryl Border, but I feel like we've skipped over a few that. Well, there's two for me. In the end, if you if you settle on Lockett and Baldock, for me the other two are clear cut. Okay, so I'm guessing one of them has to be Robert Harvey. Yep. A two-time Brownlow medalist and the last back-to-back winner of the award. So we know how difficult it is to go back-to-back. Yep. Most games for the club, mm-hmm. 383. Yep. Four uh, best and fairest. I kind of images banger just like medium pacing his way through the middle of the, the MCG yeah. or wherever he was playing. Yeah. Not overly quick, but just a, and an, then, an incredibly and, ultra consistent. And, and then at a stoppage standing yeah. there hunched over <laughs> with his hands on his knees before taking off and again. And he just keep going. And he just yeah. keep and, going. And how many players have you heard talk about how he just run the pants off everyone? Yeah. yeah. Um, so and amazing, and he was doing that from you know, like he debuted as a, I think a seventeen-year-old in nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah. Um, so so there's three. Yeah, which and but for me, you look at Harvey, and if Harvey's three, number four for me is pretty close to that. And okay, I think I know where you're going to go, but I feel like a a, a big name's going to be left off here. Uh, I think it might, I might be going with the big name. Okay, I'm... so there, I think there's two. I think okay. it's Nick Rewalt and Ian Stewart. Okay, I am. I think I know which way you think I'm going to go, but I'm going to surprise you by not going that way. Uh, Danny Frawley? No, 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 no. Oh, no, oh, within of, those two. No, they're yeah. the two names, right? So I look. Ian Stewart. I saw him play. You know, he, he two Brownlows with St Kilda. He won another one with Richmond, of course. 
127 games, two best and fairest, but you cannot go past Nick Rewald's mm. record. And it is. 336 hey. games, 718 goals. Um, He's you know, the longest-serving captain skipper. of the club, 11 years, six best and fairest, five All-Australians, four-time leading goal kicker. You know, he, if they win the flag is, when he's in charge, it's yeah. not even a question, is yeah. it? Yeah. And, and just an absolute superstar. I mean, how, how good was he? And, and again, you know, he set new standards for, for you know, territory covered by a key forward. Yeah, you know, famous yeah talk about up and down. Yep. Harvey's ability to yeah, just yeah, exactly. run up, run, yeah. run all so, so as great as Ian Stewart was, and, you know, some people think, that's sacrilege weaving him off. But that can one twenty seven games, and the two Brownlows, even that cannot surpass yeah. Rewalt's record. And this is where it, it, it's not to say that Rewalt is not <clears throat> a good player, but it's like it's this is where the you you're standing at the club and you, and you being an icon outweighs it'll outweigh the Brown the Brownlows in a span of five or six years. I I I think so. I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, some other names you could rattle off as, you know, iconically St. I think Lenny Hayes is a little bit one that goes under the radar. Just, yeah. a, just a real, like... Well, another one from the modern era, if we want to keep calling it that, is Stephen Milne. Milne. So, 275 games, 574 goals, and certainly in the conversation for best, or, you know... Oh, is he on the Mount Rushmore of best small forwards of all time? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I'll yeah. throw up a couple more names that deserve to be at least mentioned, and they are... Um, well, Stuart, Stuart Lowe, Lowe yep. is one of them. Uh, you mentioned Danny Froy. That's an interesting one because I hadn't really thought about that. But in terms of iconic, uh, yeah, and, names, and that may, maybe uh, yes, that's true. And but you know, a lower profile one who also deserves to be mentioned, I think, is Nathan Burke. Yep. Mm. Again, yeah. sort of in an era where there there maybe wasn't as much success as well. I mean, relative to the the club, I guess. But um, yeah, iconic names of that sort of '90s and, and, and early 2000s. So they haven't they haven't lacked champion players. No, have they? no. So I rank them as Lockett, Harvey, Harvey second. Yeah, Lockett, Harvey, uh, Baldock, Stewart, Rewalt. But I, I'm. Oh, so you've got Stewart in. Yeah, and not but Rewalt. but I I think I think talk, like discussing it out loud. I think it's pretty clear Rewalt has to go ahead of him. So yeah, okay. I, I think uh, yeah. That's so not bad. I, it was my order. I, I've got Lockett, Baldock, Harvey, Rewalt. I'm happy with that too. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think they're the four. There are a few others that are certainly in consideration. That we've said Ian Stewart very unlucky to miss out with two Brownlow medals. Um, but yes, yeah, you said Stuart Lowe before. 321 games, 594 goals. It's not far off Rewalt's yeah. mark. I mean, it's and two, two all Australians and the biggest hands in football history. <laughs> so very, I'll tell you another story. I'm well out of stories <laughs> now. Once, once, <laughs> once on the Sunday Age, we got him to do that, and we got the photographer to take a picture of his hand, and, and we, we, ran, we ran at life size, and it, it just about came off the page. There That's you go. Ridiculous. Should have been a quarterback. <laughs> uh, let's move on. We've got uh, Sydney to come. So Sydney... Three to go. And it, so interestingly, I think there's a difference here when we talk about Sydney and South Melbourne compared to like Brisbane Lions and Fitzroy. Yeah. Because um, it was the transplant of a whole club. Yes. Which, you know, and, 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 and South Melbourne supporters largely, and I'm, I'm old enough to remember, South Melbourne supporters largely got on board. You yeah. know, and that's why whenever the Swans play down here, they, they don't lack support. Mm. Uh, it also makes our job, I think, a little bit harder because... Uh, you know some of the names that we'll go through very very soon, but um, even in more modern times, uh, this is going to be a very tough four to come up with. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't really know where to start here. Um, uh, I'll, I'll kick us off. I mean, I think the first one. I think the first two are pretty pretty obvious. 
uh, I shouldn't say obvious, but I think clear cut for me. Sure. Um, and Bob Skilton has to be the first one. 237 games, 412 goals, three Brownlow medals. Yeah. Nine-time best and fairest at the club. Nine-time yeah. best and fairest. Three-time leading goal kicker. And captain for 11 years. Yeah. He was Rover in the AFL team of the century. He is, without question, one of the best players of all time. Do you know how old I am? I saw him play. Great. I saw him play. Uh, I, I did. I saw, I saw an Essendon South Melbourne game at the Lake Oval in 71, and that was Skilton's last season as a player. Um, yeah, again, I've seen enough highlights. And, it, you know, we were talking before about Robert Flower and that the mm. tragedy of great players who played in unsuccessful eras. Yeah. Well... Uh, uh, Bob Skilton's second last season, uh, he got to play the only final he ever played, 1970 first semi-final. But um, the chimp, you know, a really stocky frame for a little guy. Mm. But uh, the reverence in which he's held as a player, let mm. alone as an icon of a whole club. Yeah. And and speaking about how South Melbourne embraced Sydney, no one's been a better example of it than Bobby Skilton, have they? It's a great point. And yeah, you talk about his, his nickname and how his diminutive stature. Like, for a modern comparison, you're probably looking at the same height as Caleb Daniel and what he's been able yeah. to do. And Pretty you, crazy you, to yeah, think. Yeah, you think three yeah. Brownlow medals. It's it's an incredible career. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, number one? Oh, yeah, he's number one, yeah, I think, me, without, yeah. without question. I think number two is um, Adam Goods. Yep. I think it's I think he is number two. and Iconic um, and And, you know, he... He's not far off number one. I mean, he's most games, 372. Fifth most goals, 464. Two Brownlow medals. Two Premiership medals. Three best and fairest. One of the most versatile players in the history of the sport. He could play literally any position. Yep. And not only an icon on the, uh, on the field, but as we know, an icon off it as well. I mean, he is... Uh, we don't, I don't want to relitigate everything that happened towards the end of his career, but... It is a shame with the way he, he left the sport. But it should never take away from what he, what he was as a player. He was a phenomenal footballer. Yeah, yeah no, no, really well articulated. And um, the only thing, yeah, and I, I know what you think and I agree with you 100%. It's not a shame. I mean, it's a disgrace what happened to yeah. him. And yeah. I think we're all still, you know, I think in... 10, 20 years from now, we'll look back on that and go, oh, how, how, how did we yeah. as a game allow that yeah. to happen? I'll, tell you, I'll say this, though. Like, as good as he was, I still think of him as a player, and then I look at the numbers and I go, my wow, God, how is he? Yeah, I, I know. And, yep. I, what is, and I wonder why. Yep. Because even when you think about his moments, I mean, you know what the image of goods that sticks in my mind? It's that goal in the 2012 grand final which put them seven points up on one week yeah, with a torn yeah, medial yeah. ligament. You know, it's... It's that, and, and you're right about the versatility too. He played in the ruck, he plays a key forward, he ventured down to defence. Yeah, he played everywhere. I, I saw him, you know, play in that under-18s grand final where he kicked six goals, uh, playing for, I think, who was it, Ballarat Rebels or whoever in 1997. You know, like, he, he just, uh, a real impact player and, and that's leaving aside, yeah, all the stuff that he mm. became... Well, whilst he was still playing, he yeah. became a real ambassador for Absolutely. Indigenous and I, welfare. And... and I think that adds to it. I mean, that that is part of what makes him the icon that he is, and that's yeah. what makes him... But, but also, he gets in on his playing merit alone. Let's, oh, yeah. Let's not, let's yeah. not no, absolutely. those like... Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in the same th way this we're talking about that, you know, Nicky Wimmer. Uh, same, oh, yeah, same yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I, as I said, I mean, Skilton's mm. record is ridiculous, but I, I think Goods is not that far behind. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, agree. So some other names that we can throw up. So Bob Pratt, 
Uh, in terms of goal-kicking prowess, some of the numbers. So only 157 games for South Melbourne, uh, but 679 goals. Yeah, yeah, and has and the, Actually, the joint. I think, you know what? I think you've robbed him of a game and Have two I? goals oh, because he go. came. He came. I think he missed the season and came back. You might be right. One fifty-eight, six eighty-one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I needed to update my little um, spreadsheet there. But no, you're spot on. Well, only one premiership. So Sydney in the uh, Sydney South Melbourne in the early thirties had. They were called the Foreign Legion, and they were, <laughs> you know, sort of high-priced recruits assembled from other clubs. And Pratt, uh, Laurie Nash was another one who played in that side. But Pratt was like the the forefront of it. And of course, most famously, 150 goals in a season, the record that Peter Hudson equaled Tough. in 1971. Yeah. Hall of Fame legend. Um, uh, and also, what they did with the Coleman Medal, actually, people might be unaware of this. So the Coleman Medal uh, is known as a Coleman Medal from only, I think, 1981 onwards. Prior to that, back to 1950, it's, they did a retrospective Coleman Medal. But they decided prior to 1950, because Coleman was only in his second year then, they yes. couldn't call it the Coleman <laughs> Medal. So it's called the Leading Goal Kicker Award. And Pratt won two of them, in addition to being South Melbourne's leading goal kicker six times. So outstanding record. Any yeah. you, know, you read the history books, he was, he was the face of goal kicking. Has to be in there. Yeah, no, fair enough. And I think, like, the, you know, doing a little bit of research on, on him, he also went back to Coburg, had a career a little bit later, you know, down the ranks in a little the VFA. bit. Played 40 games for Coburg and kicked 263 goals. Yeah, pretty handy. Six and a half a game. Yeah. Well, I think Laurie Nash, who I mentioned also, he went and played for Campbell afterwards. You know, and it's, <laughs> the VFA was sort of an equivalent competition to the VFL at stages. Uh, so we need one more slot. Yeah, and, and this is where I think it gets a little bit interesting because we could have one of the Greatest goal kickers of all time <clears throat> on neither list of two teams that he played for and split his games relatively evenly. And that's Lance Franklin. Yeah. Third all time for the Swans in terms of goals kicked. 486. 172 games. <sighs> Can you make a case for Buddy? Yeah, four strains, two Coleman, seven time leading goal kicker. Oh, you certainly can make a you case can. for him. Can I? Well, could, can I make a case for a bloke appearing on a second club? Mount Rushmore, Lock because it. well, as much as well, I, Lock it. much as I love Buddy, and I know the game's changed, but Franklin has four hundred eighty-six goals for for the Swans from one hundred seventy-two games. Plugger four hundred sixty-two goals, just twenty-four less mm. from ninety-eight games. Yeah, the man was a machine. Iconic Sydney moments. They're there's both. A, they're, there's well, a they're both. full forward. Buddy's kicked a thousand. Buddy's kicked a thousand. Buddy kicked his thousand. What about Plugger point to get him into the grand point, final? Yeah, oh, there, the there's, there's iconic moments. I just think. Now with the who, pig who one, did, who is suggesting Dale Holmes, the guy that captured the pig, should he be on Mount Rushmore? Who who did more? And this is a, gen, a genuine question. Who has done more? Because this, I think, has to matter for a club like Sydney, South Melbourne to Sydney. Who's done more out of those two for the Sydney market? It's a great point. Uh, Lock, lock it. And, and absolutely no disrespect to Buddy, but lock it because, I don't know, I shouldn't assume you guys are too young, but Sydney were an absolute basket case uh, when Plugger went up there. And, and they were, you know, they were, they were getting no one going to their games. They, were, they went 27 games, uh, losing 27 games in a row in 92, 93. Mm. You know, Plugger went up there 
in the same way Ron Barassi went there as coach, Plugger was a bit of an SOS as a we need someone to excite the crowd. Mm. So from that point of view alone, you know, within two any second season they're playing in the grand final. Mm. That's had a bigger impact on footy and and the popularity of the game there than Franklin did. Okay, I'll throw up another <clears throat> forward, Barry Hall. So he's a premiership captain, mm. 467 goals, 162 games. Okay, it's not a huge amount, um, but so it's 10 fewer than... He played 10 fewer games than Buddy. And I think both kicked. of those guys are more iconically Sydney than Barry Hall. Just when I think of, like... Buddy and Lockett. Yeah. I do, but I <clears throat> my fourth on the list you haven't even mentioned yet. Is it Michael O'Loughlin? No, but gee, I should have had him on the short list. Yeah, so it's just tough. a quick quick rundown on him. So he's 303 games, which is fourth, 521 goals, which is second, two All-Australians, the Premiership in 05, um, twice a leading goal kicker, Indigenous Team of the Century. Wow. Um, he's, I think he, and we kind of skipped, so I, I actually have him, I actually have him third. Really? Yeah. Okay, so the one I was going to throw up, but geez, you've swayed me there, is Paul Kelly. Yeah, Paul Iconic Kelly. Iconic captain, 234 games, won the Brownlow, four best and fairest, three All-Australian. That's a good shout too. But geez, O'Loughlin. Give us O'Loughlin something again. <laughs> 303 games, fourth, yeah. 521 goals, second, two All-Australian Premiership, two-time leading goal kicker in Indigenous Team of the Century. Um, what about, Pete, what about uh, Peter Bedford? Uh, great player, and he's got the... 1970 Brownlow medal. How yep. many best and fairest? Five. Yeah. They were pretty poor side, though. Mm. Skilton. Good. Skilton, good. Pratt. Pratt. And then we're debating, and then we're tossing for, up for, between. Yeah, for me, it's between Kelly and O'Loughlin. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it can be Franklin or Lockett. Yep. Yeah, no, I think that's and if, and if that's the case, if, then if that's probably the tiebreaker not, that they're, then they're probably they're not Hall. I, dual club splits. No, I, I'm, I'll. I'll I think I'll bow to you on Mickey this. O. I'll go O'Loughlin. He's on. Yeah. Gee, not a bad list. But geez, many apologies to Kelly, Franklin, <laughs> Lockett. Well, Lockett. Can we do the Mount Rushmore of of players that missed out? <laughs> Any current players? From so we got we got Hodge. We're, run, we're <laughs> running out Errol of Gould in the chance We're running out of rock face to carve them on. <laughs> we're on the home stretch. Uh, West Coast Eagles. So. Another club, sort of more modern times. So, yep. you know, beyond, I guess, when the club's well, inception was. five years, but... Yeah, yeah. well, still older than me. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of names here where you could go either way with, with again, eras. So a short club, short-ish history for the club, but many eras. And um, just the one player with more than 300 games. So, mm. Shannon Hearn, who's no guarantee to be on this list. Oh, I don't have There's him. an obvious no. explanation for that, by the way, which where any well, West Coast supporters so you, will you, be you very... you subscribe to this theory? Oh, yeah. Do you really? Oh, the travel. Mm. It, it's, it's an incredibly exacting travel burden on them. Four hours one way, you know, what, three and three quarter hours the other way. Yep. So, uh, why is Shannon Hearn special? Lag. Well, I mean, there's oh, always going to be some. I, but, I think, yeah. you know, the... As time's gone on, players grow up with that. They're more acclimatised to it. But okay. um, absolutely no doubt in my mind that some of their greatest players would have played up to you know 50 more games. Shannon Hearn doesn't get on simply boots. for just giving up <clears throat> against the Blues this year when he allowed Charlie Kerner. Just, it was a stepladder. Can I just say something here? So, <laughs> so West Coast have had some you know sort of uh, great eras, right? Yep. Yes. But however good they were in the mid noughties, 
Here we go. Uh, and what's their other good era? Oh, so 92, 94. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant more recent. Oh, uh, 18. Yeah, the main point I was going to make was the the 91 to 96, 7, 8 era is of significantly greater quality than the mid-noughties era. In terms of players or... Both. Okay, well... Well, I'm interested in hearing your your number ones, both of yours. Take it away, Ro. Yeah, okay, because I hadn't actually settled on a number one, but but I will... Um, yeah. Just yeah, fine. yeah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh, just toss up. Can I give you one and two? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Go your four. All right. Okay. My four. Ben Cousins. As number one. Yep. Ooh. Wow. Probably yep. from a, a a sliver from Peter Matera. Yep. Okay. Day for me. Easily number one, number two. Number three, Glenn Jakovic. Yep. And I've come around on this one. I, I was going to say something that you would have fainted, Jake, but I don't want to look <laughs> Jeez, after you. Jeez, I think so, I'm about to faint. So I'm going to go... I'll get Chris Judd in at number four. Judd at four. But um, I've just slipped him in. I was actually... Do you have Judd on yours, Jake? Uh, I have him number one on mine, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I think he is... <laughs> I, as we all know, am a, a good Carlton man. Mm. I still think of Chris Judd as a West Coast player. Yeah. When I think of Chris Judd, yeah. West Coast. He's, like, he's iconically West Coast. He's a premiership captain, a Brownlow medalist, a Norm Smith medalist, AFL MVP, all Australians, club champion, Ross Glendening medals. The only knock, if you want to call it a knock, is the 134 games, 138 goals. Like he, it it's was a, big a knock, it though. was a short. Yeah, but it, but we've factored this in for at okay, least the, half the, a dozen other players. This isn't a. This is a serious question. I don't mean this condescendingly at all. Are you old enough to have seen and appreciated oh, cousins and Matera? No, not so much cousins. Oh, cu- sorry, Matera. Matera's two. Matera, I think, is two. Yeah. On my list. What about Jakovic? So Matera's two, and then after that, I'm I'm debating Jakovic, Cousins, and Josh Kennedy, who I think deserves a shout okay, as well. Okay, there's two more we need to mention. Yeah. So, so, so iconically well, West Australian, okay, didn't play more. as many yeah. games, but kicked goals. Great, and, great full forward who, uh, yeah, five fourteen goals from one fifty games, undersold simply because of his contemporaries at the time. I mean, people. Like it's just staggering how many great goal kickers there were in the early nineties. You know, nineteen ninety three, you had Ablett, uh, Dunstall, and Modra all mm. kicked over one hundred and twenty goals. The only reason Plugger didn't was because he was injured, missed half a season. He still kicked seventy something. Yeah. In addition to that, you had Peter Sumich, Kernahan, Carey. Yep. It was insane. But so yeah, I'm happy for Sumich to be in the discussion. The other two who need to have their names at least put up there. Ben Cox. Guy McKenna, Ooh, yeah, okay. 267 games, two flags, two best and fairest, three All-Australian. Rebounding, attacking, smart, halfback flank. Great player. And not so much a record, though it's a pretty decent record, but iconic status, John Warswell. How much of that is the coaching? I mean, No, no, not at all. 209 games, okay. two premierships. 
I one, think he was one of the great captains. I know that you're very anti-modern times, but I think Josh Kennedy... I'm not anti-modern times. No, 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 in terms of the this West Coast League, I think Josh Kennedy... Jo- Josh Kennedy will give us a record. Goals. Yeah, 271 games, which is six. Yeah, okay. 712 goals the yeah. most. Premiership yeah, player, eight-time leading goal kicker, two Coleman medals, three All-Australians. One of the great modern forwards. Yes. Always talked about with Buddy, with... Okay. And, and uh, so whether you want to call it a All bit right. of poetry or symmetry, but the, the player they got for Christian. Judd, yeah. yeah. So, so here's what I'm proposing. Uh, Kennedy in for Judd. I, I, I <laughs> Number one on the list. I can't not have Judd no, on it. No, I don't. I don't know how you can't him. not have Judd on it. And I, in all seriousness, I know the... You so, know, sorry, give us Kennedy's numbers again. So he's, so he's 271 games, yeah. which ranks sixth at West yeah. Coast. So Djakovic, 276, yeah. Yeah. And then 712 goals, which is the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two Coleman's, three All Australians, eight time leading goal kicker, hang on, hang Premiership. And two Coleman's. Yep. How many All Australians? Three. Yeah. Jackovic, two. Best and Ferris? Uh, None. Don't believe you want a best and Ferris. Jackovic, four as a key defender. In a side that put a premium on defence. Um, I don't know how... It's tough. Yeah, no, it is tough. I, I don't look, know how Chris... You've, you've bowled me over a bit with Kennedy. I really, In fairness, I really hadn't sort of thought about that, and I should have. It's, it's funny. It's one of those... It's like Jack Revolt. It's creeps it's, up it's on like you. It's like Tom Hawkins. It creeps up, it on, creeps you. up on you. Yeah. Uh, Djakovic, Matera, Judd. Where else were we? Okay, I accept Cousins. your argument on Cousins. Judd. I think, Judd, I think Judd's lucky. Oh, Cousins has to be there. Are we happy with Djakovic, Matera, Judd, Cousins? Hang on, say it again. Djakovic, Matera, Judd, Cousins and Kennedy misses out. Kennedy See, misses I, out. I, I, <sighs> this is good radio. All I'd, have, breathing. <laughs> I'd have Kennedy over Djakovic. Kennedy over Djakovic. So, Djakovic. Hang on, hang, what was the, what's the biggest wow stat for Kennedy apart from the goals? How well, many, but that's, long, a, that's a big... 271 games, sixth how, all time. How many All-Australian? Three. Yeah, right. I can live with Kennedy over Djakovic. Two Coleman's. So who's number one? Matera. Uh, I had Cousins. Cousins. I okay, so Judd. let's look, let's compare. <laughs> let's compare. Oh no, no. No, we haven't got time for this. We've got to keep moving. Cousins, Matera, Judd, yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. Ben yeah. Cousins. So we're happy with Cousins number one. I, I wouldn't have Cousins number one. I would have Matera or Judd as number All right, one. I can live with Matera. No, no way, Judd. I can live with Matera <laughs> as one. Matera one, Cousins two, Judd three, Kennedy four. Mater- oh. I tell you what, we'll put Matera one, but Judd's got to go two. Judd's got to be ahead of Cousins. Matera, Judd, Cousins. Hang on a sec, sorry. Kennedy. I'm sorry, Matt, but like, why? Hang on. Okay, here's what I've got for Judd. 134 games. It's not that much. Yeah, I know. Oh, hang I... on now, let me hear me out. We need to keep one moving. Premiership, one Brownlow, one Norm Smith, two Best and Ferris, two Australians. Here's Cousins. 238 games, <laughs> one Premiership, one Brownlow, four Best and Ferris, twice as many, six All-Australians. Yeah, but three he, but, times but as many. But of course, it's going to be... Okay. Of course, he's going to have more because it's... He played longer. Like, of course that's going to be more. But in terms of the quality of the player and the the legacy that they left, it's Chris Judd is ahead of Ben We're, Cousins, we're arguing over opinion. semantics now because this, we're, they're, they're all on the, they're on the list, but we just need to work out the order. We need to move on. So it's Matera, Cousins, Judd, Kennedy? That's what I'd vote for. Come on, I gave you Kennedy over Djakovic. Like so give oh, we'll, do that. we'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> all right, last club. 
the Western Bulldogs, Footscray, whatever you want to call them, depending on when you grew up. Oh, God, uh, this one's tough. This one is really this is a, tough. Yeah, we're, we're ending with another tough one. <laughs> and thank you so much for, for all of you who have tuned in, listened, watched, or, or just skipped to the end if you're a Doggies fan. <laughs> um, it's been good fun. It's been good fun, but it has been a, a three-year labour of love, and it feels like it, Jake. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, ready for a nap, that's for sure. Uh this is, this is tough because there are a lot of massive names, as there are with a lot of other clubs. But Surely number one is clear. See, well, it's a Hall of Fame legend as well. Yeah. So See, we have to start. I don't think the dogs is that difficult, to be honest. I don't? No. I think, Maybe I mean, the, the names are good. The, the but quality's I think, high. I think I'm, kind of to your point about Hawthorne, the bar is high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we all agree number one is Ted, Ted Whitten. Whitten. Yep, 321 games, 360 <clears> goals, a premiership player, a five-time uh, club best and fairest, four-time leading goal kicker. Um, who also and, played at centre-half back as well as centre-forward. And the, probably the most notable thing of Ted Whitten is... Mr. A cap- football. A, yeah, well, Mr. Football, but captain of the club for 14 seasons. A very famous name. Yeah, and like the most ridiculously firm handshake in the history of handshakes. I feel like, I feel like this is a, the lead into another story. No, I can't um, do it. Yeah, I've exceeded I my quota. You know, and, and iconic images again. The, the way that he kicked the football is just sort of, you know, for someone who didn't watch a lot of or see has seen much of his It's a great football. statue, isn't it? Isn't it? It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. And it's, yeah. um, you know, the Mr. Football, we talked about some of the nicknames at Richmond's club. That's it, right? That's that's the one. Mr. Yeah. Football. How could you not have Mr. Football? Who do we say? Who, say who was Mrs. Football? Ron Barassi. Ron Barassi. That was a, that was a <laughs> joke. That was a joke. <laughs> They're probably both on the, the Mount Rushmore of the AFL. Oh, I think so, yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. For, for yeah, iconic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, absolutely. Anyway, uh, okay, so, we're so, in agreement there. Yeah, I think he's pretty clearly on. And it's been a theme. I don't think maybe maybe the last one with West Coast, but if, I reckon 17 of the 18 clubs, it's been a pretty clear-cut one. Um, I think we should do an all-time Mount Rushmore. Yeah, <laughs> well, not week. today. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I, I probably know where Rowan's going to go next, so I'll go That's with... That's funny, because I don't. I'll go with... <laughs> I'm going to go with Brad Johnson as my next one I'm going to Number throw two. up. Iconically I'm dogs, not doing it necessarily in order, but very iconic dogs. He's the most <laughs> games, 364. Yeah. The second most goals, yeah. 558. Second most. Yeah, yeah, and I think that surprises people. Yeah. The fact he's 364 no games, 558. Five kicker. Yeah, six-time All-Australian, five-time kicker, as you say, uh, and a three-time Three Bulldogs Club Ferris. champion. We've just got to... We haven't said this too. There's a bit of an asterisk with all Australian because if you're an older player, yes, it's you know they all Australian used to just be awarded in interstate games. So you know there's only one or two Not a much year. The opportunity, yeah. exactly. And and then it, then they had like the team of the year. But um, the all Australian gong, as we know it, has really only been a thing since I think 1990. Yeah, which is why for some of the older players, you would not have heard us sort of real. Well, off there. okay. So for the Footscray um, Bulldogs example, uh, when you said Brad Johnson, six all Australian, and here's now this guy has to be a contender, Dougie Hawkins, yes. 329 games, leading goal kicker, one best and fairest, but no. All Australian gongs, but mm. that goes to what I'm talking yep. about. Whereas yep. under new guidelines, you know, he probably would have had a few. You know, mm. same era to Brad Johnson, but Chris Grant. In uh, terms of careers, they they kind of look very similar as well. Yeah. So Johnson three sixty four games, Grant three forty one for the Dogs. Yeah. Goals five fifty eight, five fifty four. Wow. Like yep. it, it, we're, we're yeah, the Grant very... goal the Grant goal number surprised me. So, how Johnson's second on goals for Bulldogs? 5.58 five, and Grant third, 5.54. Five, right. So, number one is... 
Uh, number one is Simon Beasley. Right. Uh, 154 games, games, 575 <laughs> no goals, a Coleman medal and seven-time uh, leading goal kicker. I mean, he's another name, yeah. certainly in consideration. But is he a... Na- I mean... No, it, probably didn't play for quite long enough. Play, kicked 100 goals for some in 85. Yeah, I, I don't know how big of a name he is in football. I don't know. I don't think he... I, I don't think he... For some guys, that, like we've mentioned, that, did, that only played between 100 and 150 games, their name is so... They, yeah. they carry so much weight. I yeah. don't know if it does with, with Beasley, but yeah. I could be wrong. Certainly not because he wasn't a great player. No. Charles was. Sutton? Charlie Sutton. No. Actually, give me the numbers on that because in terms of icons... you know, Well, like I mean, it, we're maybe blending playing and coaching a little bit here as well, but mm. played uh, 173 games, kicked 65 goals, but was Premiership Captain Coach 1954, Team of the Century... Leading goal kicker, 51. Captain for five years. He's certainly a revered and iconic name in that club's history, but I don't think that's good enough a record to overhaul the others we're talking about. More iconically, Dogs than Johnson? or Yeah. I'll give you a name. He he probably is more iconically Dogs, but the playing record... I think we've shown before okay, the playing I've, I've got to throw up one uh, here that it's just ridiculous, and I think I'm, he's going to miss out, but like <coughs> it's ridiculous that people won't even mention him. Five All-Australians, seven best and fairest, 324 games. Scott West. Scott Scotty West. West. Superstar. Yeah. Uh, Runner-up in the Brownlow that he probably should have won in yeah. 2000. Well, I reckon I can raise it. What about the Bond? What about the Bond right now? So the trajectory is good. Yeah, Forget yeah, yeah. the trajectory right now. <clears throat> right now. Okay, right now. Okay, well, got... why not right now? You're too quick to say no. Yeah. He's already ahead of some of these names that you've mentioned. Okay. He's so a give premiership player. Yeah. He's a five-time All-Australian. Yeah. A five-time club best and fairest. Yeah. Two-time AFL MVP. Captain of the Bulldogs since 2020. 216 games. 200 goals. Twice runner-up in the Brownlow. Yeah. There no, are raps on him to right be the greatest there. Bulldog of all time, and that is no. That is no mean feat to achieve or to, to be talked about in that way, given some of the names that we've talked about. I think he's already... You think he's on the list? I think he's already clearly one of the four best players to play for the club. But is he... One of the, one of the four iconic yet faces of the club yet? I would say he... I would say yes. The only names I'm looking at here that I think are definitely got to be ahead of him are Witten, Johnson and Hawkins. Hawkins, you reckon? I think Sutton's got to be on that list. Gee, I reckon if you've got Johnson on that list, you have to have Grant. Grant. Uh, almost. So I'm. I had Dougie Hawkins on my list, but I've, I could almost live with Grant on that list rather than Dougie. Sorry, Dougie. So Witten, Johnson, Grant, Bond. Bond. Oh, it sounds weird when you say it. Um, Witten, Johnson, Grant, Bond. Bond. It, it's. It's tempting. Well, who are you wanting to in ahead of him is the I question. Think, well, I think I Premiership know, Captain Coach Charlie Sutton. I know yeah. he didn't play as many games, but this is like a club that hasn't had a lot of success. Yeah. He was part of it. I reckon most Bulldogs Iconically fans, Bulldogs. if you had Bontempelli ahead of Charlie Sutton as an icon, they'd... Let us know, Dogs fans. I, I'm, I think I'm going with Matt on this one. I think Sutton has to be on there. So I think it's Witten... But we're just getting him on there, so I think he goes number four. Witten, Johnson. Grant, Sutton. Grant, 
and Sutton. Yeah. Surely, surely we have very humble apologies to Scott West. Who it's been many, many humble apologies throughout this exercise. I yeah. feel like every second club we're apologising to two or three legends of the game. Yeah, I think. Which is, um, I think the, I think Bonton Pally is pretty stiff. Yeah, I, I'm not arguing with you. Oh, I think you are. <laughs> no, because you, you well, I think you are really. You I, th- are. I think you've. Um, I think you've been both very quick to d- dismiss him. I, I think what he's done, and it's not trajectory. I'm not projecting because I think if we're if we're saying in five years' time, he'll be on it. He's going to be on it. I think uh, it'd be you'd be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah, but I think, um, I think right now, if he retired right now, I'd, I'm not sure he, he's done enough to get on it. Just. Give us Sutton's you know, numbers again. Uh, played 173 games, 65 goals, Premiership captain so stop, coach so 1954. Stop, stop there, hang on, stop there. So Bont, 216 games, more 200 goals, <laughs> three times more. Yeah. Next? Uh, premiership captain coach. Okay, so Bont was a Premiership player. What's great yeah. team of the century? Well, he's in the goal kicker. Captain for six years. Okay, so Bont's been captain for four. He's got five all Australians. No, so can't talk to me in two years. What about best and fairest? How many best and fairest? Uh, that's a great question. One. Bond's got five. How many AFL MVPs? Bond's uh, got this two. This wasn't it wasn't an award. Yeah, back well, then. that's exactly the thing. Because all right, I, I think I, it's got to be Bond. I'm happy to go with Bond. I think it's got to be Bond. Bond's on. I think it has to be. Dogs fans, Jay Michaels. ESPN twice runner-up in the Brownlow Medal. So this is the other thing. If he polls up like two votes more in yeah. two years, he's a dual Brownlow medalist, and it's not even a question. We might even be putting him number one. Oh, if Mark McCurry doesn't miss that shot in the goal square, you guys <laughs> don't play in a grand final. We win two flags in a row. Uh, all right. So where are we finishing up? Witten, Johnson, Grant, Bontempelli. Yeah. I think so. And the Let us know. Sutton family address all correspondence. Sutton, Hawkins. <laughs> yeah. You like Dougie Hawkins, eh? I love Dougie Hawkins. Uh, Stiff. He knows I love him. Sorry, I Dougie. I think that's that's all we've got time for. Oh, it's been a goodness. massive day. Uh, it's it's been great good fun. In, in all seriousness, this has been great, good fun. A fantastic exercise. Uh, but it is... Well done, Jake. It was your baby. and great yeah, Well, so you have Jake... to let me get bonked in at the end there. I think. <laughs> Jake's been banging on about this, uh, this, this Mount Rushmore idea since COVID days. So to finally be able to get it off the ground. And actually in the studio, to be fair as well. Yeah, and we wanted to. Um, we wanted to not that you it. want to see our ugly mugs all the time, but it's it's just a bit more interactive that way, and um, I, think it, I think it'll look a bit better. And also, yeah, the, as Matt said a few times throughout the the episodes, please give us the feedback. I'd love to know what other people are thinking. Yeah. Other names, maybe there are other names that we we didn't, we didn't, we didn't yeah. think mm-hmm. of. Uh, hopefully not, but um, yeah, it's 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 difficult to do, and um, I think we'll. we'll Try and put all this into written form as well and have it on the yeah, website. Yeah, we'll, we'll publish a list, yeah. uh, maybe just with a short blurb on each player, and that can be your job over Christmas, maybe. Yeah. Great. Uh, to Look, to all of you that have stuck around throughout the uh, however many hours we've been going for, thank you very much. It's been good fun. This is very, very off-season content, obviously. We are very well aware of that. But I think sometimes it's nice to kind of think about this and, and do think about, you know, Current legends, past legends, and where everyone fits yeah. because you know, our great game. It's 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 a pleasure to watch and it's a pleasure to be a part of. And uh, it is. I, I, there's no there's a whole lot of stuff we should be doing here. I think we should do you know top ten grand finals. And, uh... Stay tuned. We may be back. Who knows? Uh, but to everyone at home, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll speak to you in the next episode of the podcast. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN Footy Pod. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.